It is 18 minutes before the hour here on the Drought at Large radio show, and we're pleased to be in studio with our good friend, Ava Castillo-Turgeon. She is a... What am I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been called many things, so... Well, you know, I should have said Anne. She is an immigration or an oh. advocate for immigration, <laughs> immigration advocate, whatever you want to call it, community activist. Some would say she's just a troublemaker. Mm-hmm. Um, I would disagree with that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but if you don't make trouble, then you, cannot, you do not bring issues to the forefront and you can never make changes. Oh, is that a fact? No, that's right. Are you sure? Yep. All right. I'll, I guess I'll. Uh, I guess I'll. Uh, I'll agree with you there. Um, but does that make me a troublemaker? Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> People say some not so nice things about me sometimes, Ava. Well, that's that's what happens when you speak up, you know. And that's <laughs> and that's okay. That's okay. You know, I'd rather be condemned for speaking up than for being passive. Yeah. I, if you damned if you do, damned if you don't, you might as well. That's right. <laughs> so, Ava, what do you have for us today on the uh, immigration front? There's a there's a lot going around. Uh, state police here in New Hampshire uh, debating a policy on what their involvement on immigration should be. The governor seems to be standing behind the police who don't want to be uh, doing immigration enforcement kind of stuff. Yeah, and I applaud that. Well. What is it exactly that the state police, in your understanding, are are looking at as a policy? What 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 is what what, what what's stuck in their craw here? What they're what they're looking at is just basically what all their cities uh, have, like Manchester and Nashua, and uh, which is what? Somal, which is you know, say somebody commits a, a traffic violation and they stop them, uh, they find out they have no driver's license. They just give them a summons to go to court or a ticket or whatever it is, just like they would give it to you or to me or to anybody, and that's it. But if somebody, uh, you know, that's uh, driving without a license is a crime. Well, it is. No, it's not a crime. It's a civil violation. But in any case, you know, say you get stopped, they'll give you a ticket and you go to court. Or whatever you go, or you go the summons and you go to court. The, I get the same thing. But sometimes when immigrant gets stopped driving without a license, they call immigration. So that's doing immigration jobs for them. So that's basically what what all the police departments are doing. So they are not going out of the way to report people that are here out of status or undocumented uh, that. Um, have not committed a crime. So, where do you draw the line on this? What if the what if the person uh, was driving uh, recklessly? Oh, well, that's well, that is a crime. Then they, 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 I'm pretty sure they're gonna call. You know, but if it's a crime, uh, something that does, I think they put something like a uh, crime that doesn't involve violence. They're just tweaking the the stuff. But if people are not have not committed a crime, they are not they they are not supposed to be turned over to ICE. What's what's the use? Well, isn't just not isn't just being here illegally a crime? No, it's a civil violation. What's the difference between a civil violation and a crime? I don't know because I am not a criminal uh, attorney. 
but you're quick to point out that you say one is one and one is something else. So it seems to me you should know well, what the difference is. I guess the crimes to have victims and who's, who's, there's no victims when you're here undocumented. So I don't know. I don't know because I did not study criminal justice. I should have, though. <laughs> well, because I'm, 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 no, I'm, I'm looking this up now. I've got Find Law, which is uh, a, a legal website. Driving without a license is illegal in every state, but most states differentiate between operating a vehicle without a valid driver's license and driving a vehicle without proof of a driver's license, such as when a driver fails to physically carry his or her own uh, license. While you won't be arrested for simply failing to grab your wallet before getting behind the wheel, it is a much more serious offense to drive with the knowledge that your license is suspended or otherwise invalid. Yeah, now, well, a suspended license. Right, but if, you've never, if, you, very, if, you, if you were driving offense. without a license, there's a difference between not having your license with you and not having a license at all. Oh, definitely, yes. No, so, and I'm not saying that they should go, that they should go unpunished, but to go to be, you know, First of all, we know the lousy transportation system that we have in New Hampshire. So anybody that needs to go to work has to have a car. Well, in Manchester, we have the Manchester Transit Authority, which does a, a reasonably good job of moving people who don't have licenses around the city. Yeah, but if... You also have taxi cabs, Uber yeah, rides. And, and to go, like my tenant on Lowell Street, to go to the market basket, she has to pay $8. So it's $16, you know... So that's equivalent to two hours of work for a person in, in mm-hmm. on low income. So they cannot afford to take a taxi. They, you know, it, it, that is why some states have decided to give licenses to undocumented, and and also for the police department is easier because they know who's who. Other than that, you know, if you just, people are going to end up driving anyways, just like this silly norm that DMV has that everybody that's not not a U.S. citizen has to go to Concord to get their driver's license, even legal permanent residence. What do you think happens? People just get in their cars and drive to Concord themselves without a license to get their license. So they're committing a crime. Well, but, you know, what? why can't they just be in the city where they live if they're here legal permanent, if they're here legally? You know, what, it's such a ridiculous norm. Well, I guess in that situation, you find someone who has a license to drive you there. Yeah, and usually those people have to work, so they have you have to pay somebody to bring yeah, you. And if they, had, and they, to go, to if they had to go to a doctor's office, they'd take the time off of work to go to the doctor's appointment. I mean, you know, so if it's that important, if, you do if, it the right way. If they, go to, if they have a doctor's appointment here, at least they can take a taxi here in Manchester if they live in Manchester or whatever. But it's so ridiculous that if you live in Berlin and you're a legal permanent resident, you have to go to Concord. To get your driver's license because you're not a U.S. citizen. Small price to pay for the benefits of living in the United States. No, it is a really discriminatory norm that has nothing to do with uh, with getting a driver's license. You know, it really is. If you're a legal permanent resident, you can get a driver's license. That's right. If you're not a legal permanent resident, you can't. Uh, That's right. And we're not talking about. And if you're talking about legal permanent residents having to, you know, take a day off from work when they do it. For, or find someone who can drive them to a place or whatnot. Now, now, in my opinion, you're being totally unreasonable by alleging prejudice uh, uh, against uh, legal immigrants well, because you can only go get your driver's license in Concord. It is 
prejudice because no, it's not. yes because you know the just regular people don't how, have to how, do it how many stories have we had in in recent times where the state cops and the DMV have bagged somebody in Nashua or in Epping or Barrington wherever it was for illegally trying to obtain a a license using false documents as an mm-hmm. illegal alien okay but that's that has happened whatever they are they're qualified every single office here is qualified to see what document is good and what document is bad. So that has nothing to do with that. The fact is that it, it really is differential treatment to send somebody to Concord. Well, it might be, but you know license. what? They're not, they're not citizens. So are they not entitled? Uh, are we not entitled to come up with a different standard for people who are not citizens versus people who are? What is the point of having citizenship if everything has got to be equal for the non-citizen, especially if they are not here legally? We're not, talking, we're not talking about undocumented people. We're talking about people that are here with their papers. Uh-huh. The, only, the only difference between a citizen and a legal permanent, you, well, one of the main differences is the right to vote. Other than that, you know, I think they should enjoy the whatever if, if a driver's license is and you know and i was part of the the group that sued the dmv over discrimination a few years ago like 10 years ago did you win yeah we won a lot of stuff they they you won a lot of stuff but you didn't win ever you didn't win the, well, the premise be, like, what did you win versus what did we you won, not win they were coding every non-sit uh u.s uh what is a permanent le- residence they were putting a blue bar under our pictures well, since driver's licenses, generally speaking, are used as identification at polling places even 10 years ago, why not put something that identifies them as not qualified to vote, which would that blue bar under the photo would be? No, because if you go, you lose your driver's license, you reach your yard, they put a blue bar too because that's a duplicate license. So how would they know one from the other? Because duplicate licenses are followed by the number two. That's that's how that works in the state of New Hampshire because if you if you have a number 1 after your driver after your driver's license number or the end number is a 1 that means that's your original license if you have a number 2 that means you've been issued a duplicate that's why that's the difference between having a 1 and 2 in the state of New Hampshire This thing is that there is no reason no logical reason to be distinguishing people that are here legally from Yes, there is. The, what? Because people who are here legally aren't entitled to the, the uh, people who are here legally aren't entitled to the same things as citizens, i.e., the ability to go and vote. Or, as you point out so often, legal permanent residents are barred from any sort of social welfare, welfare benefits for so five they, years. For five years. So, if they show up at a uh, so, at a welfare office, county, state, local, whatever it is, within that five year period of time, and they have the blue bar underneath their picture, then the people at the at the office automatically know to check for is are they here five years or longer? Uh, and you, they do check everything through your social security. So they know if you have your social security card, that the social security card says. When, you know, if you are a citizen or not. The first thing I did when I had to do after registering to vote the day that I became a citizen was called the Social Security and notify So your Social them. Security card can have, can have different information for legal immigrants than for citizens. And that's okay, but not your driver's license. Yep. Why? Because. Well, the Social Security card is identifying you as different from everybody else. No, the social, in the card, you don't see anything, but they have your whole life in there. In the well, social you just said that they put it on your social security no, no, card. No, in the social security card, uh, 
do they, it doesn't have anything but by the in in your file the so if I go to the welfare department and I bring my social security number you know they they just put it in there and they tell no they this person cannot right. access any benefits well, you can't always whatever. tell you can't always you can't always tell that the social security number being used is the social security number that goes with the person with a photo ID you can tell whether or not it's that person well, that's the more reason then we should issue photo IDs to everybody and their neighbors, so at least we know who's here and who's not. Oh well, I, I you know I would do that if I if if once identified, I would have the uh, right uh, or law enforcement would have the right to say, okay, now that we've identified all of you people who aren't here legally, Ooh, it's people, time to round you up and send so you away. Ugly. That sounds so ugly, you people. You people. You people sounds so ugly. All right, all of those not here legally, uh, you could round them up and send them home. Since we finally identified you, we can tell whether or not you overstayed your visa, or we can tell whether or not you crossed the Rio Grande. Now that we know who you are and where you are, we can pick you up, Ava. I think. No. We should, I think that we should issue IDs to all these people. We should, we should issue IDs there you go. to we people agree. because we would be a lot safer when we know who's who in this in this uh, country. You know, we know and, who's and, who. And, no, and the, pre- and the president you seems to be doing a pretty good job who. rounding up the the MS12 gang, among others here that shouldn't be here. And uh, I'm not advocating for those people, yeah, but I the know. majority the majority of the people are here are good people that came here to work and a lot of the industries are recognizing that and are now advocating to have some path to citizenship for those people because they recognize that they're going to be yeah. affected if we just right. round them all so out. We didn't we didn't we didn't learn from the last time we, we gave people a path to citizenship that all it does is encourage more illegal behavior because they got what they wanted out of doing what they shouldn't have done. Maybe we did not learn, but you did know, you did you ever back did you ever one. when your kids threw a temper tantrum, did you ever give them what they wanted? Sometimes. And did you find that that either gave you the next temper tantrum or avoided the next temper tantrum? Depends how I gave it to them. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, I'm getting a question here from a listener about what is going on in Pennsylvania. Secretary of State stepped down because of illegals voting with state-issued driver's licenses. First of all, no human being is illegal. People here. Oh, stop it with that. Well, no, I hate that. that if people word are here illegally. Ridiculous. No, they're not illegal. So no human being is illegal. Okay, but the Secretary of State stepped down because the state was issuing driver's licenses to illegal aliens. That's Ooh, what that's they're referred to nice, in the law. That's such a nice word. So right there, you have a you have an instance where a state where people not here, not legally qualified to vote, are voting because of a state issued ID. So why shouldn't there be some? I am not. I am not familiar with that, and so I cannot really comment. And I find it very hard to believe that people are going to be en mass going to vote just because they happen to have a. Uh, driver's license. In fact, yesterday I was doing canvassing. Well, we've, we've, we've covered it in our voter fraud segment here in uh, with, with the same thing happening in Virginia. Thousands of people unqualified to vote in Virginia have been caught voting. A big scandal there uh, because they were, they, were, they were enrolling people as voters that shouldn't have been enrolled. Well, I don't know. I really find that very hard to believe because it's really hard to even convince those people that have the right to vote to do it. Well, if you they're going to vote for someone who's going to give them amnesty, I'm sure they'll be motivated. No, I don't. That The people are caught in the day-to-day life. They're caught in just working every day. They're not, you know, and a lot of people are totally disengaged. I was doing canvassing with Pat Long this weekend and, and uh, in, with the Latino community, and some woman opened the door and said, oh, I, I don't vote. 
and say, why don't you right. vote? Well, we don't vote. You know, I'm, I'm be- and, and it was so sad to hear somebody. And I said, well, you know, but if you don't vote, people, you know, others will speak for you. I don't care. They don't pay attention to us anyways, you know. And that is the mentality of a lot of people, that what's the use of voting? Well, I I have an article here that I'll post with this. Uh, Pedro Cortez, Pennsylvania Secretary of State, steps down. It's on philly.com, which is the Philadelphia Inquirer's website. And uh, who knows? Maybe it'll give us something to talk about next week. Okay, and I have your darling friend, uh, Bishop Duane. I'm going to be with him this weekend. I'm going to ask him because he was... A big shot in Philly. Now he's in D.C., but he 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 run the, a big organization in Philly. So I'm going to ask him. Well, you ask my and you pass along my good regards to. Uh, I will. Bishop Dwayne Royster. I will. Ava, and may, you know what? Next time, maybe we'll talk about. Uh, there's a pending vote in Keene to become a sanctuary city there too. Is we'll a talk about vote that next week. While wow, I talk, just right to the top of the hour. We got to go. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.